First of all, I just really want to say thank you for inviting me to the reading of To Kill a Mockingbird. You're welcome. But let's get down to business. Hey, this is Chris. It is your door with Daily Ding Dong. Not really daily, but we're bringing you all of the weird news, stuff that happens, Chris's picks, all the best segments on podcast space. Nick isn't here, my brother. So I brought a brother from another mother. That is Chef Tamagotchi. Hello. So um, as usual... Not like the first episode where we had way too much structure. We've gone for no structure at all again. Just um, the way we like it. Just the way we like it. <laughs> so, um, so first off, how are you, Tam? I mean, I've been working with Tam Agachi all day, but you don't know how he is. How are you, Tam? Well, he says all day. I literally got here at four o'clock. Yeah. So. I mean, just it's just negative on you, mate. If I'm honest, <laughs> it's alright. Uh, he's he's the governor, so uh, not quite. I'm second in command, really. But I am great. I took the kids to school, picked them up, had a pretty good day. Like, yeah, did you get any, Did you get any lunch? I had pizza. Oh, you had ah oh, pizza. Yeah. So funny story about the pizza. Um, where did you get the pizza from? <laughs> I didn't know you were straight into this. So we went to Papa John's. Yeah, yeah family. Are they the ones that do the calzones? Uh, like no, the they calzone don't. Garlic bread. Oh, what's that? Is that Herbie's? I've never heard of that place. Oh shit. It's like herpes, so but tasty. Like herpes, with, but, your with mouth. Che- but with cheese. <laughs> like herpes, but with cheese. Yeah, that is disgusting. Um, but what what toppings did you get? Just straightforward for the kids, margarita. Yeah. And my son likes to put olives on his slices. Your youngest son. The, the middle one. The he's, middle one. He is four, but he's very mature with his uh, with his olives. Um, Aurora's the same. My daughter Aurora. That's right, ladies. I'm married and have a kid, sorry. Um, lots of broken hearts. Lots of broken hearts. Nick's, Nick's usually the, the stud of it, the team. So, uh, so yeah, so now it's my turn, maybe. Probably not, though. Got it. Um, but, yeah, she likes, she likes olives. She likes olives and she likes, like, really weird flavours like Twiglets. But then you try and get her... not on the pizza. No, nah, not on the pizza. But if, you, um, but if you do try and get her to eat other stuff, you know, like normal stuff... What's normal stuff? Like, I don't know, maybe a banana. She'll be like, ugh. Bananas are pretty fucked up, I like a banana. I don't like bananas at all. They're so overrated. Just have, like, plantain. <laughs> nice girl. <laughs> well, like a, like a really underripe banana. No, like nah, nice barbecued plantain. It's good. She likes pineapple barbecued. See? Like, that's bang. So basically, it's not that she doesn't like normal things. She doesn't like anything that isn't worth eating. You could look at it that way. Like, I mean, she used to like bananas, but now she'd prefer to have apples. She developed her palate. <laughs> As do and we what all. a palate as she has got. <laughs> Nuggies, chips and carrots all the way. The wow. palate of a genius, I think. But what do you like on your pizza? Uh, I, I love, like, classic. The classic tomato, cheese, bit of basil, homemade chili oil. Yeah. That's it. Keeping it simple. Homemade chili oil. Yes, chefs, by the way, if you didn't know. Chef Tamagotchi, the fucking superstar. Oh, and before we get right into it, um, if you guys want to head over to Instagram and just at Chef Tamagotchi and give him a follow, you can follow me as well. I'll be That's honest, follow so this sweet. to Chef, so Chef Before Gaming. Little plug there. Appreciate Little it. Little plug, dude. We can just plug all day. And if you've got um, any issues with what he's talking about, just at him with your aggression. Um, <laughs> And hit him in the comments and really make his day shit. It's all good. <laughs> so I'm going to start off with um, some weird news. 
Um, sometimes we like to talk about good news. Sometimes we like to talk about bad news. Um, and we've just got, we're, we're in the kitchen right now and Johnny, the kitchen assistant, is just twerking. He's literally and twerking the rodeo. Mop. He's twerking a mop. Make love to the mop. Oh, sorry, it's a brush. I mean, we only saw half of it. To be fair, it was a window. Yeah, it was a window. Into his soul. Um, But sometimes we talk about good news. Sometimes we talk about bad news, like in the whole two episodes we have done. Um, But if you're listening on YouTube, I'll have links to the actual articles that we're going to read. But we've got some weird news. These are from the UK. Our first piece of weird news is from the Mirror. Um, A very, you know, respectful source. Well, to some. Of... Of news. Of news. The mirror. Just under the Financial Times, in between the it's Financial Times and the tabloid. Daily Star. Um, <laughs> uh, it's, and and we've got um, Paige Holland, who is who is the journalist. I'm doing air quotations. Sorry, Paige Holland, if you're listening, you're not. But it's really unfortunate that they can't see you right now. Yeah, I know. It's the whole thing about podcasts. I know. If, if Sorry, um, unless you just stroke your leg there. Shh, I don't need to know. Um, but if uh, we did try and set up the camera but the MacBook's too old and shit to do that so we're recording it on an app that I downloaded from the app store and we're just actually gonna it's still recording fantastic that's pretty good because you can imagine if we got to the end of this and you didn't press record yeah that's never happened before Um, (laughs) but anyway so we all know I'm just going to read some of the article. Go for it. And we'll see how far we get before. Um, it's about one of my favorite people from my childhood. Yes, tell me. Um, so basically, a man has found a Banksy-style mural, easy for me to say, of Art Attack star Neil Buchanan, the myth, the legend, fuck smart. <laughs> um, on, he, so he found the mural on his garage wall and was left disappointed when he discovered the truth. Right. But what was the truth? We're going to find out. Bear with me. Okay, go for it. With, that was just the first line. The prelude. <laughs> the, 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 it, it's a the very prelude. cool story. It's not <laughs> weird news. I'm fascinated. So Alan Levy, of 57, um, woke up one morning. I'm just adding words now. Um, to discover the image of Neil's face plastered across its wall <coughs> on Brick Kiln Lane in Northampton. Kiln. Kiln, I know. We, we work at a place called Kiln. Kiln. It's like, ah, it's meant to be. It's meant to happen. Um, and we're old enough to have seen Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're old enough to think that Neil Buchanan is the art god. And, you know, maybe even Banksy. Well, we'll find out, won't we? Um, the stencil-style piece of the graffiti, graffiti art comes after a bizarre rumour that Neil, the 50-year-old former Charles TV presenter, was secretive artist Banksy. I knew it. The picture shows Neil holding a paint spray can and unmasking himself as the world-renowned street artist and including the Banksy logo. The ex-Art Attack and Finders Keepers host, do you remember Finders Keepers? I do not. It was before our time. It was. Like, it That's was. Probably why he did remember. Finders Keepers first and then he went to Art Attack. I think Finders Keepers was like a, um, do you remember the Madhouse? Yeah, with, um, yeah I do Sharp. remember that, yeah. I tweeted Pat Sharp. Did never, you? He never got back to me. I don't know um, why, like, he really looks house. good for his age as well. Who, Neil Buchanan? Yeah. Yeah, he does. I didn't think he was that yeah, old. He's 58. He's a Remarkable. fucking gangster. 57. Oh, no. 58. 58. Yeah, the guy was 57. Yeah. God. Um, so the ex-art attack and finest keepers host was forced to defend himself right in contrary. Cont- contrary. You're a great reader, I have to say. Uh, I know, I should do voiceover work. Um, this is why I host this, because I'm so articulate. To the recent media frenzy, I am honestly... 
hand on heart, not Banksy. But isn't that what Banksy would say if he didn't want to? If people didn't want to know he's Banksy, to be honest, it's a good question, Chris. Yeah, and it's kind of like your double negatives, you know? Yeah, like it earlier is. today. Chris, by the way, loves double negatives. No, I just did the double negative once, man. Because apparently two negatives make a positive. Okay. <laughs> Not like two wrongs don't make a right. I think it's a bit of a weird story in the fact that, like... How irrelevant Neil Buchanan is now in our lives. <laughs> no, like, why was he part of this? Like, you, do you really think Banksy, like, went up to him and was like... Can you come and do this? Because it'd be a wicked publicity stunt. Well, I don't know, but I think we're going to find out. <laughs> Although the artwork is a typical of Banksy's style, the famous famous Bristol artist has not claimed responsibility for the work. Where is Neil from? Oh, I don't know. Shall I find out? Well, I think you know a bit of a. So Neil Buchanan. He, I think, is, he, is he from? Is is he from like Birmingham? Well, then he's not a Bristol artist. I'm saying Neil. he's not Banksy. Just on yeah, that basic information. But no one's met Banksy. Yeah, but How he's spelled Buchanan. Banksy is known as a Bristol uh, artist, is he not? Yeah, yeah, he is. It's the famous listener. So he is, oh, he's English. Well, that's a good start. Do you know that Art Attack ran till 20, 2007? I did not no, know that. No, he wasn't. He was a produced, he produced and appeared in Zap. Do you remember Zap? Yeah, I do. Amazing. Wasn't as good as a. Uh, oh, and Zap. this is amazing. So he's from Liverpool. He's a scouser. But um, he's in a heavy metal band. Shut Marcel. the front door. Right, we're going to have to... Heavy metal set called Marcel. That doesn't sound like heavy metal at all. I'm going to listen to that Let's when we get home. Shall I put a song you now? You should put a song on now. Marcel. You are going to have to do it through the mic. Marcel. Marcel. I'm pretty sure go. that's this not is their most. That, that's not him. Nah, that's not that's him. a different Marcel altogether. Well, we might have to find it later because I've literally derailed your whole podcast. It's fine. I didn't want to listen to it anyway. Of course, you didn't. Fuck Neil Buchanan. Um, so the dad of three said, "I was blown away when I saw it, and it's certainly a great piece of art and love. And I love street art, as everyone does. It was obviously clear and well thought out, and the, sorry, obviously clever and well thought out." The stenciling work is extremely well done. I'd certainly like to think it was Banksy, and it had been the talk of the town since. I'd recently cut back some plants that were hanging over onto the wall. I'm glad I did, as at least the artist had a clear space to work with. Well done, mate, for keeping your garden trim. I think he's overthinking this. Oh, I think he is. It's really good. It's such a lovely piece. This is beyond anything I could have dreamed of. Wow. What I don't understand in this story is... Did Neil actually do the painting and copy Banksy, or did Banksy do the painting and then Neil came along? Well, people have been talking about Neil Buchanan being Banksy for, no, for a while now, yeah, so maybe that. maybe it was Banksy just like taking a piss yeah, and like, just done it, taking a piss. Um, the wall itself is on my driveway and it's shared with a, with a neighbour because it's it's part of an old row of garages. I that, phoned the neighbour and asked him what he thought. <laughs> He didn't really want people using it as a canvas, but if you live in Northampton, a uh, white wall like that is a bit of a blank canvas for the world. So they have a graffiti problem with Northampton then. And also, I think they're going to have a party wall problem that's going to end up in a dispute because that wall is going to be worth a lot of money. If it is Banksy, then yeah. 
then whose board imagine. is it? Exactly. I bet he'll. I bet he wants it as a blank canvas. Then. Yeah, yeah. And like, I bet, yeah. I bet the council will get involved. They'll be like, "Well, it's actually, our wall it's, now. it's our wall." Yeah. As soon as Alan came across the artwork, he contacted the web the website pestcontrolofficecom What? <laughs> so, so this this is actually a website that which verifies Banksy's artwork. Pestcontrolofficecom so it must be run by Banksy. Yeah, and it's it, just a cover-up. Oh, he actually goes and catches rats. So <laughs> His day job is catching rats. And then someone will just like email him and be like, is this a Banksy? He'll be like, oh yeah, that's him. That's just hilarious. With a sack of rats in one hand. He added, they said it would be on Instagram if he had done it, but that, they, uh, that can take weeks. This only happened two days ago. They aren't really 100% sure if it's him. So so basically, they're useless. They've got a crap URL. There's nothing to do with their business. And they can't actually do what they say. No. But um, So it says, we're kind of waiting and seeing. I'm not going to do anything with it. I think the street art belongs exactly where it was put. I'm a photographer myself, and I very much appreciate it as an artist. Look, I bet, I bet he just, like, he's got, like, a disposable camera. And he's like, right, I'm getting interviewed. I'm a photographer. Like, I can relate to this. This is why I, I fucking love it. That's just my opinion. Whatever happens to disposable cameras? They just go in the bin, don't they? I just <laughs> I want to buy a disposable camera now. You can still get them. I'm sure they sell them in boots. Do you reckon? Maybe. I'd probably like a corner shop. They'll have some from like 10 years ago. That should be amazing. 10 years but ago? But then what do you do? No, probably like 20. Yeah. But what happens when you want to develop a film? I think you can still do it at Tesco. Shut the front door. <laughs> In Tesco, Maybe. yeah, Tesco doesn't develop film. Yeah, they you're used blowing to. my mind. They used to used to take it in, That's and Tesco. then yeah, yeah, I know Boots used to do it. Yeah, Boots, Tesco, all the Snappy major snaps. Snap, snappy snaps. Is rest, that up here? Rest in peace, George Michael. Snappy snaps. I think they're everywhere, but I don't think they're. They probably closed down a few because who's developing film anymore? Everyone just takes their SD cards to Boots, and but you can do that in too. Oh, can you? I don't know. I'm not. I did my wedding pictures there. What, a snappy snaps? Yeah. Using my uh, SLR camera because I'm a photographer. You did your own photos for your wedding? Of course I did. Did my own photos, my own food, and I served my own tables. So what, you just did selfies when you were like, you mean like it's the bride, you had a selfie stick with your SLR. And yes. you're like, pretty much. So you're like, the lighting was perfect on it. Well, no, perfect. we obviously got someone just to hold the lighting. Someone to hold the lighting? Yeah, yeah. Just but you did the as camera. We, as we... <laughs> That's exactly it. We walked around doing our own selfies, but employed someone just to hold a did light. You, did you have a look at Likey? And you were like, right, just stand there. Don't show your face. I've got this one in the back. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, unfortunately, I, there was no I, doppelgangers available. No. Fuck. If I get married again, maybe you could do that job for me. What, cameras or doppelganger? No, no, doppelganger. <laughs> you heard it here first. He's looking for an updated model. <laughs> Um, so what do you think? Do you think this is Banksy? I don't know. I'm I'm actually like after reading the story properly because I just skimmed it earlier. We've still got a few quotes off of the uh, let's say the victim, um, <laughs> soon to be client. I'm just so proud to have it there, whether it turns out to be a genuine Banksy or not. But I can't help but have the attitude that now I have a Banksy in my collection. I'm very proud of in it. In my collection. <laughs> That is the best quote of the evening in my collection. He oh has a collection, God. people. 
What is it? Is that in between the Monets? Yeah, and yeah, the Picassos. And the he's just got he's got a few Rubens on the wall. I I, I bet he's got a lovely um, Salvador Dali sculpture well, over like the mantelpiece. The Neil Neil from Liverpool, this is the Art Attack host, um, hosted Art Attack on ITV from 1990 until 2007. It's very respectable. 17 years. It's not 17 years. Jesus Christ. Um, And was known for using the show to create large scale artworks. Honestly, if no one's watched, yeah, if no one's watched Art Attack, it is phenomenal. He does it with like rice and clothes and anything you can find. Rumours of his alter ego started when one web user claimed Banksy's art, Banksy artwork had sprung up in places where Neil's former band Marcel had played gigs. Oh, The plot thickens. Ooh. North, uh, Northampton Council say the work is on private property so they won't be trying to... Oh, okay. They're, so it's a definite civil lawsuit. Yeah, so, and they're not going to try and figure out if the work is authentic. Oh, fair enough. Like They're like, oh, it's on private property. We'll just... To be honest, just fuck it off, there's then. two things in this story that like shine out to me. Yeah. Number one is Banksy is probably like a proper fucking legend. He goes around following Marcel. And yeah, just, yeah. To he's every just a gig. fan. Yeah. And he's just like, you know what? I'm going to grow this suspicion. I'm going to go around wherever they're performing. I'm going to just spray something on the wall. Yeah. I think that's wicked. And the other thing is that that website is absolutely useless. Oh, what, what website was it? <laughs> Pestcontroloffice.com, which verifies Banksy's artwork. Except they don't. No, but yeah, they did. They didn't. They didn't this time. Um, no, no, hang on, because they said. So this is part of their investigation. Is oh, they said it be on Instagram. So just so. <laughs> just to let you know, guys, I'm quitting my day job as a chef. I'm going to become a Banksy verifierist. That sounds sinister, doesn't it? So uh, just, uh, you know... Sorry, sir, we're arresting you on uh, verifiedism. Um, just let me know, because I will, you know, follow him on Instagram, and then I'll <laughs> let you know if it's a real piece or not. Oh, fantastic. Well, do you know, I hope it comes out that Neil Buchanan is Banksy. Um, it can't come out, though, can it? Because he'll get, he'll get arrested. Because Banksy's, cause Banksy has... Um, warrant. He's done, like, illegal... Has he got any warrant out for him? Who, Banksy? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure because he's done illegal, like, um, criminal damage with his art. It's not really criminal. It's, it's art. Fine work, mate. <laughs> fine work. There's a fine line between criminal, cri- crime, crime and oh, art. Yes. It's a crime if it looks shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's art if it looks wicked. It's obvious, Chris. <laughs> but um, we'll, um, we'll keep you updated um, as the story develops. Um, we'll let you know if the Hardy Brothers get involved. Um we all know about the Hardy Brothers. Maybe we'll see them again sometime. But um, I like that story, Chris. That that was actually I, I didn't think that would uh, have so much so much to talk about. But um, Neil Buchanan, what a legend! Just in himself. So the next story we have is way funnier. Like I'm, I'm not going to say what it's about. I'm just going to start reading. Are you um, sure you can do this? this? Is, I'm going to try. It's, it hasn't been paraphrased very well, but. So, so, you, so you're is, paraphrasing the whole story. I might do. It depends how. Are there hard. any quotes? The last one had quotes. Yeah, this one's got quotes. That's good. Shall I just, shall I just do that so I can split it up where the yeah. quotes are because because these quotes are actually really funny. Maybe like <laughs> double space so you can read it properly. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, right. Cool. Yeah. 
there we go we've got paragraphs now amazing uh, now it just looks like more um so this is from um the journalist and writer joe roberts of the metro which is a publication available for free um on the tube or southwest trains um basically london and i think it's actually you know got more clout than the mirror I, I mean, probably probably doesn't, <laughs> probably doesn't but nah. I would definitely read the Metro over I, the Mirror yeah and a lot of homeless read the Metro as well because it's free um, and I've when we when we do venture into London eventually they um, I, I see them using it as you know insulation um, we'll get into the whole homelessness and how bad it is and sort your lives out politicians in the country but let's move on to something hilarious. Yeah, I was really holding myself. Back. <laughs> I just didn't want to say anything on that whole subject. So if we can move to the story, I would be much more so, comfortable. So this is from this is from the Metro, Joe Roberts. Um, I don't know if that's a male or female, um, or e- either or. And this is uh, NHS ca- um, councillor Sharon Smith, of, uh, who was fifty-three, said she was cooking in her kitchen when a van pulled up outside her house. A man ran from the vehicle towards her garden and she followed him, suspecting he could be stealing some wood. <laughs> well, That wouldn't be my first thought. Uh, nah. Not wood. I mean, like... <laughs> she's just stealing like vast, wood. Vast storages of wood. Yeah, she's just like, well, the winter's coming. <laughs> I need my wood. Right, but the mum of two caught the man mid-squat, defecating on her property what? among the trees. <laughs> I... I did not see that coming at all. <laughs> and promptly called the police. Sharon said he had even asked what her problem was and got aggressive as he tried to leave. <laughs> I don't know why anyone thinks it's okay to go take a shit in someone's house. Yeah, I mean, at least do it like... In the toilet. Yeah, or like just... Like break in. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah break in. Like fucking throw the wood to one side. And take a shit in the... What, what I would like to know is, does Sharon think it would have been worse to steal the wood or, or to leave the food? Or to just leave a big woody in her, <laughs> in her garden. <laughs> but he, must, he must, must have been desperate, man. Yeah, but Maybe he had a bit of IBS. Eh? <laughs> I wouldn't know. <laughs> Maybe from a cheesy pizza. Um... <laughs> So, oh, my wife is going to kill me now. <laughs> so she said, um, I asked what the heck he was doing, and he just remained pooing while asking me what my problem was. The cheek of it. <laughs> she's got, she's like she's punning sassy. it up. She's, so she's, she's punning it up in her quotes right now. She knows this is going to get read by the masses. Um, I made it clear I was calling the police, and if he moved, he'd regret it. He emerged from the bush quite aggressive, but I was angrier than him, so kept him there till my husband and then the police arrived. What'd she do? I don't understand how her husband is faster than the police. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Moral of this story is call her husband. Yeah, when yeah call Sharon Smith's husband um, <laughs> rather than the fucking police. Jeez. <laughs> she said the Amazon driver went on to deliver a parcel. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> It was an Amazon driver. It was an Amazon driver. It just driver. said white van before. It did. But now we've 
we've established <laughs> Amazon is responsible for this shit. I think, to be honest... Well, I mean, it depends if he was like an Amazon driver or an Amazon flexi driver. Well, not really. They're representing Amazon. And I think the only remedy for this situation is for Amazon to send Sharon Smith a whole lot of toilet paper. Oh, I think so. And since there's a shortage because of COVID... Oh, it's fine now. No, it's apparently. Do you not hear on the news today? What? There's, there's, there's another shortage. shortage because people have gone crazy again. Oh, uh, it's because of the um, the curfew. Now that there's like two hours less time, you can go to the shop and get you can spend that on the toilet. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> exactly. She said that the Amazon driver went on to deliver a parcel with potentially traces of excrement <laughs> to one of her neighbours. Oh dear God! In Nottingham, police attended the scene and questioned the delivery driver, who claimed he was desperate for the toilet. <laughs> I wonder if he gets I mean, arrested for this. What, what do you say? It's like, excuse me, sir. We've been told that you have just shit in uh, Sharon Smith's garden. Um, what do you have to say? Oh, I was really desperate, mate. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can get arrested because if you do it on the public streets... But yeah, if you do it on a pu- in the public street, then yeah. Well, it's like, just as bad, really. Wait, maybe the police depends. were like, sorry, mate, we've got no jurisdiction. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're on private property. It's a civil matter. And we encourage you to use the courts. <laughs> Oh, fuck, it could be a civil matter, it could be, could it? It? I yeah, mean, exactly. I think this Amazon driver has done it before. He knows exactly <laughs> where to knows, do. He knows what you're so doing. You can't touch me, mate. It was on private property. <laughs> <laughs> mate, I, I would have just said she said I could do it. She gave me the position. She gave me her. She gave me permission, mate. She said, take a shit and then take some wood as you leave. <laughs> Sorry, officer. It was either here or on the pavement. And I'm not a dog. <laughs> he said he was not feeling well and did not realise that the grounds were part of a private garden right okay so he thought he was doing it in public anyway the decision was made to not arrest the Amazon employee on the grounds that he would clean up the mess as and his employer would be notified of the incident naughty to be honest, clean up the mess now to be honest that is a much better punishment because I would cringe at the thought of me doing such a terrible deed. Uh, and then, and then having my, to go and clean it up. No, and then my boss, like, getting called. Do you know, <laughs> house on duty, Chef Tamagotchi, have they, have they put his name smid feces all over my garden. <laughs> and then proceeded to deliver a parcel to my neighbour with traces of excrement on his hand. <laughs> was that a possibility? Oh, well, wanna, or she actually it, saw it, it, was, it was potentially... Well, he's not going to wash his hands, is he? Unless he used that pond or something. Something. You know? Anything's better than if nothing. She, if she surely. had a pond. I mean, who... Uh, yeah. I don't also, know. Also, how, how did he wipe his bottom? Well... Leafs? If it, yeah. Or a sock. Or just scrape his arse along the grass. I mean, we've probably all shit in the woods at some point. When I was a kid, I went... Um, well, I was quite a young child, maybe 18. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so just last <laughs> week... <laughs> But um, no, when I, when I was a young kid, I I used to go hiking with my auntie and uncle, um, and we were at the top of this mountain. I, I say it was a mountain; it was probably just a hill. I was quite young, yeah. Um, and I really needed a shit, and I went for a shit in the bush. So in and, that um, in that situation, do you take doggy bags? Pardon? Well, they had dogs, so, so no, I left the, it there. You left the shit there? Yeah, I mean, it was probably I, National Trust, so they're all right with that fertilizer. I'm pretty sure they're not. Yeah, no, I'm a National Trust member. They always say leave your dog shit as long you as it's not You are literally part. full of shit. <laughs> not anymore. 
Are you um, telling me National Trust, they leave your dog shit? Yeah, yeah. You just have to. As long as it's like not on the footpath, you're allowed to leave your dog shit because it fertilises all of the um, all of the foliage. Yeah, then if you want to take your kids there and they like fall into it and then touch their eyes. Well, tough shit. Well, you're making literally blind kids. Like, yeah, if they eat it. No, if they smear it in their eyes. Well, yeah. Hang on. I think so. Well, as we talk we about this more, I'm going to look up. Right, become a I very, ask, very serious mouth, people. Siri. Hey, okay. Siri. Hey, Siri. No, Siri doesn't. Oh, can you can your dog poo in the National Trust and can you leave it? Mm, I don't have an answer for that. Is there something else I can help with? No. That's as far as my research goes. Um, but anyway, I did, and my, my uncle very graciously gave me a sock to wipe my ass with. Was it from his own foot? It was, yeah. It was a big sock. It was a hiking sock. So he was walked quite abrasive. Home, he walked home with one sock. Yes, he did. He had one sock. I mean, you really should give him a big hug because like, he probably got blisters all over his nah, feet. Nah, he he doesn't like hugs. He's, he's a grumpy man. Probably because I used his sock to wipe my ass. Probably because by the time he got home, he literally had like <laughs> gang, gangrene in his left foot. Well, that's it. But then we got down to the bottom of the mountain slash hill slash mound and um, I thought it was hilarious because I looked back up and there was someone was having a fire and there was smoke coming from the top and I was like haha that's my poo <laughs> steaming <laughs> it's just an insight to my childhood and how much fun I had shitting in the woods I am a little bit so, scared right so now. <laughs> I don't do it now I just do it in my own garden um, the decision was made not to arrest the amateur oh, we've already, You've already done that, that. move um, on with your life so, after reporting the incident on July the 26th, Tam, so that was during lockdown. So, so well, that makes it okay. No, it makes Everyone it, went it, crazy makes in, it in extra lockdown. not okay. Yeah, it shouldn't even because be out. He, well, Amazon drivers were. Oh. Yeah, because we still needed toilet roll. And um, from what I saw working in, at Amazon during lockdown, um, uh, TVs, beer, and um, keyboards. People order beer on Amazon. Oh, it's so expensive. I know, especially when, you know, you yeet it and they all smash. Yeah, that's like, it's not what I would use Amazon I would for. never do that in Amazon, by the way. It was just all the people who've been there for ages really do not give a fuck about your products. Have you ever wondered why you order something small and then you get a massive box with loads of paper and Damage a small control. box? Damage control. Makes sense Because they just like, yeet! Off it fucks. Um, off it fucks. Off it fucks. So off after, to the fuckery. <laughs> After reporting the incident on July the 26th to Amazon, Sharon was told the driver would be removed from his duties while they investigated. <laughs> they're going to send around forensics. Well, I don't know if we can uh, trust Sharon. Um, we're going to have to go around and take swabs and make well, sure it matches up. He cleaned up his up. mess not to get arrested. Well, he took his shit with him. So, my To be honest, I don't know what they're... The more I read on this, the more I think there is there has really been no offence. The guy took a shit, he cleaned up after himself and fucked off. No different from a dog. I would probably slap him if it was my ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'd be extremely disturbed. I probably wouldn't actually approach him because he's squatting. And, like, I, if I you probably... look into his eyes while he's pushing, you'll see his soul. Yeah, but, like, <laughs> I'm thinking more like I've got three small kids at home. Yeah. I want someone shitting in, outside my house. No, my... Well, like, I mean, a guy general, who could do that is probably anyone. a little bit unhinged. Yeah, definitely. Just keep the doors locked, guys, and uh, keep your garden fences, your garden gates locked as well. Also, maybe put up signs, we don't have toilet paper, or toilet paper's not kept here. 
Yeah. Overnight. Or, or do not shit in my garden. Uh, do, yeah, this shed does not does not carry fucking <laughs> toilet paper, paper overnight. overnight. <laughs> <laughs> so um, so it's good news for Sharon though because she's been promised a gift voucher from Amazon as a goodwill gesture. I would like to know how much. Yeah, me too. So um, oh, we've actually oh, didn't know about this. We have an official uh, quote from an Amazon spokesperson that said. This does not reflect the high standards we have for our delivery partners. The driver will no longer be delivering on behalf of Amazon. So he hasn't been suspended, he's been fired. Yeah, they've just... I mean, there is no consistency in these stories. (laughs) It's the Metro. (laughs) Dude, it's better than the Mirror. Yeah, the Mirror was all over the place. First it was Neil Buchanan, then it's not. What happened to, like, good old-fashioned journalism? Um, I mean... Was it good old-fashioned journalism? I don't know. Also, Hardy Brothers. <laughs> the Hardy Brothers. <laughs> Two young whippersnappers with a penchant for crime. But um, I mean, I I did. I wasn't looking for serious stuff, if I'm honest. Um, but I mean, that's the only two stories we've got. I forgot about Chris's picks. I'm just gonna have to make that up on the fly, guys. Gonna have to make it up on the fly. I was looking forward to Chris's picks. Oh, it's gonna be a, a great. Chris's picks. I'll have a look on the internet and see if they've got some uh, same things. But uh, sorry, we've just done this last minute because obviously Nick's not here, and I thought Chef Tamagotchi would be the per- perfect person to continue doing this with. Until I, Nick I have absolutely all three loved this. Do it. I would love to. Like, I would love to do this like regularly. Weekly. It's just so much fun. Yeah. Like, I would. Awesome. I would like to do it if we can film it as well. I would think it'd be wicked. I would love to meet your brother as YouTube. well because, like, he sounds like a more normal version of you. Yeah, probably. <laughs> a little bit more fucking respectful. Um, yeah. yeah. I don't know why I don't know why I'm the host, if I'm honest. He should be. Well, um, I, I was telling this earlier to Chris. I think he sounds like an advisor to Jacob Rees-Mogg. Who does? Your brother. An advisor to who? Jacob Rees-Mogg. Who the fuck is that? This fucking conservative MP, mate. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yes, sorry. No, ultra-conservative. Yeah, yeah. Not ultra. Know, well, better off if we all leave for Brexit because, you know, Britain's better alone <laughs> doing fuck all because ah, we do fuck all now. We just do services. We're better off if all the poor people die. Um, <laughs> and we will piss on your graves. That's not a direct quote, guys, just in case. It basically is. Um... Just, oh God. So we're going to look at a few things that happened throughout history. Uh, on the t- So time of recording, this is the 24th. It's not going to go up until the 25th, so really the 24th. But um, we have... It's a bit like Chris's work ethic, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Why post something today? We'll, no, we'll just do tomorrow. it tomorrow. Yeah. Um, but so on this day, on the 24th of September, so we're going, we're going way back with this one, way back to the year of our Lord. 622. Um, speaking of which, this was the, the, the date, Angie, that was the year, if, you, if you're following, that the Prophet Muhammad, the founder of Islam, arrives in Medina after fleeing Mecca. The, I don't know what that word is. Do you know what that Nagira. word is? Hagira. I don't understand how they know it was the 24th of September, 1,398 years ago. It's blowing my mind. Right I know, now. I know. Um, I mean, you probably know a little bit more about it than I do, if I'm honest. But it is because Chris is anti-Semitic. Wow, <laughs> I'm joking. He's not. Uh, absolutely not. No, he's just a you know a pro atheist. A pro atheist. Yeah. Oh, there's nothing wrong with being a pro atheist. Nothing think. wrong with being pro anything. That's always. 
That's one of the anti-Semitic. I'm, I'm joking. Quite, I'm quite he, things. To be fair, we are literally joking. He's not. He's, my my dad is Muslim. Mum's Jewish, so you know, it's all a mix. It's a melting pot. Melting, melting pot. pot. Um, but yeah, so the founder of Islam, Mr. Muhammad, the Prophet himself, arrived in Medina after fleeing Mecca. I'm not sure why he fled Mecca. I'm not sure. He, so why. I do know why he fled Mecca. He yeah, fled why? Mecca because Mecca was like an area of like multi-religions, idol gods. And he came up and was like, "Like I have the word of God, yeah, a bit like Jesus, a bit like Moses before him. It's like follow me, people, and like everyone started like you know following him. And then the people... so was this like a pilgrimage? Like he left Mecca? No, the people in Medina wanted him dead. It was like you know what? Like we've got our ways. The, the something like a royal family. It was very secular. Yeah, yeah. And Medina was a massive, massive trading area. So the whole of the Middle East would like go to Medina to trade. So it was super rich." Ah, so uh, they didn't like Muhammad coming and stirring the pot. So why did he flee Mecca to go to Medina? Oh, sorry, it's the other way around. Oh, other way around. I've literally yeah, just yeah. told the whole story the wrong, <laughs> way the wrong way around. It was Mecca that was the. But Mecca is like the the, the Holy Land, isn't it? Because like Muslims Mecca and Medina are both Mecca, cities in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. So Mecca is holy. Medina is also holy. The whole region's pretty holy, you know. Even if you go to Israel, Jerusalem. Well, all, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like the whole, the whole region is super, super, super. I went to a CEB primary school. Oh, really? Yeah. Which shows you know nothing did, about did, Islam, Judaism. Oh, no, no, yeah, was, yeah, but I Just know, I know, Catholicism. That, I know that uh, Jesus was. No, a Jew. it's not. Wait, it's uh, uh, Protestant. Nah, it's, yeah, Protestants. But my family, so like my grandparents and my dad are Catholic. Yeah. My dad's not anymore because shocker, he's a Buddhist. I'm still waiting for the chance. I'll get it up right now. No. Why? I'm looking forward. No, I don't mean um, no. I mean, like, go ahead now. So, but how to spell Buddhist? Buddhist. Not like that. It's only one D, I think. Well, that's Buddha. Yeah, because it's Buddha. When it's Buddhist. Oh, no, it is two Ds. Oh, it's got a H in it. Buddhist uh, chant. It's a silent H, Chris. <clears throat> <laughs> it's a silent Okay, how to chant? No, we don't want how to. I just want the. Oh, it's Nam Mayo. Nami orenge kome. Oh, me. No, I mean. <laughs> That's awkward. So, yeah, it's like Namu me renge ko, Namu renge ko. I'm saying Namu it completely wrong. But it's, it's that chant over and over and over again. It's the same chant, the same chant. And it gets, it gets like really kind of like, uh, I guess like they meditate on it, but it's like a very loud meditation. So, when my dad got married again um, to my new mum, rip old mum. I, I can't wait to meet your new mum. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry, I'm aghast. Um, the yeah, so at, at the wedding they did a chant, and it went on for like like twenty minutes, and the room inconvenient, really. the room just got louder and louder and louder, and like it just got so loud, and it was that Nami, and I'm, I'm not going to do it again because I feel like maybe I'm taking the piss, but I'm not. Um, but my grandfather, who was still alive, is Catholic, <laughs> and he didn't know this was going to be the fucking the way it happened. Yeah, and he's sitting that there next so to me, awkward. and he's like, just sitting there. Is like, he still alive? No, no, he's dead now. Oh. It probably killed him. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> I was going to go there, but like, it's family. It wasn't. Do I do jokes? It wasn't. It wasn't that long after. But um, and then my grandfather gets up and does a speech, and it's like, like he's like cracking jokes. And like shit like that, which are like 
proper, like, you know, like, white bread Catholic jokes. Shit. And they are not going down very well, because almost everyone in the room is from the Buddhist community. I'm not being um, funny, but if he had to put up with that chanting, they should put up with his jokes. Oh, absolutely, because they were hilarious. <laughs> um, I was having a hoot of a time, especially of, like, you know, how fucking uncomfortable he was. Um, you know, God rest his soul and all that. Bless you. Yeah, at you. Um... <laughs> So on this day, on the 24th of September in 1942, it was the birth of um, Jerry Marsden um, of Jerry and the Peacemakers. Um, and he was the creator of the number one hit single for, you know, the you, lads, You um, Never Walk you Alone. Never walk alone. Um, I don't give a shit about this, but I'm sure there's Liverpool fans out there. I really and don't people like, who like Who like the, the, foot, the football. Football, uh, the, the football, the, the football, or for you Americans, the the soccer. I do love Liverpool because they've got my main man Salah, and he's a fellow Egyptian. Oh, is he? He is. Does he does he kick the ball? He or kicks, does he catch the he's ball? He's actually like he's, he's kicks the ball. He's like a striker, I think. Yeah. He's like the fifth highest paid paid footballer in the world. Oh, not the fifth highest paid Egyptian footballer. In no, the no, world. no, no, no. Like just, in the whole of no, because that would be like fifty quid. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, no, he's really, really rated. He gets paid really well. I was say he's really, really racist. No, he's um, actually a really nice guy. Lovely. Um, but, yeah, just remember, guys, because he's with Liverpool, he'll never walk alone. It is a bit of a shit song. I don't really... I, all I know is... Was that the That's, referee's a wanker? But it, yeah. Well, it's the, isn't it the same thing? Like, you'll yeah. never walk alone, referee's a wanker. I don't know. I don't... I, you know... You'll never... Yeah. I am... Um, you know, I played football when I was younger with Glenn Hoddle, actually. Shut the front door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Glenn Hoddle at Ascot United. Yeah. I, used to, I didn't play a lot. I was mainly, like, you know, on the bench, but... Oh, so you were a substitute? At least I turned up. Yeah. I'm not going to comfort you because... I don't you obviously your weren't good enough. Uh, no, I wasn't. I wasn't. <laughs> I could play tennis, though. Side-stepping, side-stepping as I said, will change your life. Definitely. I witnessed this today in the kitchen. The boy can side-step. There's no doubt about it. You heard it here, guys. as well. Who was? I was crouching as well. Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon. Yeah, yeah. I like sidestepped into a crouch to get into the fridge. Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon. Is that a euphemism for that guy shitting on that one? <laughs> <laughs> oh, crouching man hidden wood. Uh, <laughs> so, um, in 1952, on this day, um, French engineer Henry Gifford. Is makes... it Gifford or is it Giffard? Oh, it yeah, is sorry, French. Sorry, you Henry, need to do that accent, you shithead. Henry Giffard. Oui, oui. C'est ça, mon ami. Makes the first manned airship flight, which was powered by a steam engine. Um, yeah, it was powered by a steam engine. So, isn't that fucking fascinating? That's would, in 1852, what? by the way. I've just jumped back 100 years. I would like to know something first, Chris. Oui. What kind of airship was it? I've... <laughs> Oh, fuck knows. <laughs> it was probably it was probably like a blimp kind of thing, wasn't it? Oh, because a blimp. People didn't like the Wright brothers make the aeroplanes. Okay. And a steam engine is pretty hefty, right? It is a big thing, yes. It's like a big kite. But huh? they were they were known they were known for like setting on fire, weren't they? The big. I blimps. think yeah, the, the the German one went on yeah, fire. Yeah, because like, they used like highly flammable like hy- fabric. Hydrogen. I think they probably yeah used yeah or yeah. Like should have stuck to steam. That was all good, isn't it? Should have stuck what to steam. What can we do to put this up in the air? Let's put highly combustible chemicals in a balloon, contain them, and, and then use fire. Do you know what? I'll have a cigarette. It's fine. But why do you think it was German? Oh, that was me That's trying, a to, that was me trying to do uh, 
Schnitzel. Trying to do German. I think you'll find Schnitzel's Austrian. Isn't it Bavarian? Uh, I'm pretty sure it's Austrian. Well, Along have, with the street. They have Wiener schnitzels in yeah. Germany. Wiener schnitzel, yeah. Wiener schnitzel, oh yeah. I think it's from Austria, <laughs> along with the strudel. Uh, it's very know, nice to you know what else was from Austria? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, does it, every conversation have to go straight to Hitler? What do you mean every conversation? Well, if we're talking about Austria... I mean, they've done many good things. Okay. Mainly pastry related. <laughs> and, and breaded. And breaded. Anything uh, confectionery, really, we, they're fine. Yeah, they're all right. Just, Are they know, better than Belgium? Well, Belgium's good for like beer and chocolate. Yeah, chocolate. I don't think they're that good for pastry. Maybe not. The French are pretty good for pastry, aren't they? They are untouchable. Untouchable. They are like first league. The I actually, in Le Cordon Bleu, we used to have a, a, a chef teacher called Chef Christophe. He uh. would talk to his pastries. He was like, Allez, mon petit, you are cooking, come on, steam up, steam up, be happy. I like it when you are happy, you are happy pastry. Do you think it worked? Or it I don't know, but mental? he made fucking banging pastries, mate. That's all I'm saying. Ours is Eclairs. Wicked, better than mine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They actually look like, you know, not homemade. <laughs> <laughs> that is so awkward, Chris. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is a big moment for me. Um, I mean, I wasn't there, but... Like, I, my life would be very different if this didn't happen. Um, I would definitely have blood flowing through my veins a bit easier. And that is in 1952, the first Kentucky Fried Kitchen Chicken franchise opens, featuring the recipe of the 11 herbs and spices created by the one and only Colonel Sanders, who isn't that nice of a guy, really. But he did it. Why is he not nice? I don't know much about him. Um, well, I believe that he um, wasn't like the most um, tolerant guy. Uh, I think really? he was. I think he was racist. Like, to be honest, I think I'm going to boycott KFC now. Yeah, but they use eleven herbs and spices, <laughs> and it's a secret. <laughs> the only thing I would say, like, so I didn't. He know, might not. He might not. Be. I didn't it's know that like, it was you know, like a like, you know. Absolute racist, but what oh, I did know, I didn't know, say he was absolute racist. What, but what I did know about Colonel him. Sanders, that's making him a racist. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Colonel Sanders, he's white with a mustache, he must be racist. <laughs> Jeez, so no, but what I do admire about him is the fact that I do. I heard a story on like goals or like first goals on you know, yeah. like he failed so many times in his life, and it wasn't Who, until Colonel Sanders, yeah, and it wasn't until he was like super old that his. You know, he, he made the restaurant and it was successful. So I just like the moral of the story. It's like, try, try, try yeah, again. Try again. Um, that first thing to see but I've, just, I've just, you know, something's just popped up. And it was, um, and it says, uh, Colonel Sanders' original fried chicken recipe was stolen from a black woman named Miss Childress. Child, Childress. Um... This is unproven, it says, and it's claimed by multiple sources. So, who knows? Ketchup, but anyway, mayonnaise, <laughs> Thousand Island dressing, but, all the sources. But can you believe, in 11 years of the first franchise opening, there were then 600 KFC restaurants um, in America. That is Like, in 11 years. Staggering. That's insane. What insane. does that tell you? Fucking good chicken. <laughs> Fucking good chicken and a great business model. And also, probably shortly after that, statins were invented. What, sorry? Statins. 
to lo- lower your cholesterol and stop your hammer. Oh, yeah, stuff. absolutely. I mean, it is America, though. Yeah. They don't give a fuck. You know? they don't. They've built... They've built... So basically, Trump, if you want to make America great again, just open some more. Open, yeah. fried chicken. Just open a franchise of your choice. Yeah, Trump, Trump's um, fried chicken. <laughs> Trump's fried Trump's. Oh, make chicken great again. Uh, oh, damn. Oh, that is awful. Moving swiftly on. Um, in 1957, the BBC television for schools begin. Now, I remember being in primary school that when we used to go to the library, we didn't always go to read books. There would be beanbags on the floor, and Mr. Dust would bring in the telly with BBC tapes. We didn't have beanbags, so you obviously went to a better school than me. We See just had mean, cold, cold floors, unheated. Cold floor? Oh no, we had carpet as well. well like, I think only I think, the big kids got the beanbags. I think we got carpet when we left. To be yeah, that, that would make sense. Yeah. Yeah, I bet they probably got computers after to be honest, though, as well, right? There is just a couple of years in it between us, so yeah. it might be just that like I missed out and then you got to be I think maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though we went to completely different schools. Just saying, it's more, you know, a, you know. It's a generational thing. Generational thing. These youngsters <laughs> don't appreciate the, the hard generation. We <laughs> say that three years is a long time in primary school. I guess it's, do you know what? And it's because it's like, because I'm like 31, like I'm like just kind of like at the beginning of the millennials and I think you're like just on the cusp of millennials yeah so you're like just in between like normal people and retards I the normal people the right. normal people being millennials right no everyone above that ah oh. the people that don't need to use their phone to function in life they can oh, like, yeah I'm fucked you know, you know, uh, general I, I can common sense I can literally like not go to the toilet Without if I phone. don't have my phone yeah that's what I thought um I can't get to sleep unless I've got oh, you an earphone in and listening to something because I'll just like, and I don't also, think that's a fine thing I think and also you a, need Siri to help you do like everyday things like no, how me many and, me and Siri, it's like this me and Siri how many letters in the alphabet 20s <laughs> 20s yeah, letters in the alphabet anything else dickhead I was asking um, in the Mandarin alphabet actually <laughs> <laughs> Johnny's signing out Johnny's leaving peace Peace we'll out, homie. We'll meet again. Don't know where. Actually, yeah, tomorrow here. Yeah, tomorrow. Oh, Johnny, do you remember the BBC television for school cassette tapes? Oh. You're, you like, know, you're like 28. You know what I do remember about them particularly? They always looked like they had been filmed a decade or two before. Yeah, yeah. They looked like really like creepy PSA kind of things. Yeah, like yeah. super, super old. And also, like, I think I was one of the first years to start getting sexual education. I thought you were going to say sexual harassed, sexually harassed. No, I well, I was one of these kids who got sexually harassed the first, which makes me, I don't, know why I'm, I don't know why I'm American. It just seems correct. The only thing I ever remember about being a kid was speaking spells. Speaking spells? Yeah. Well, was that on the telly? Uh, the, ad on the, t- the advertisement on the TV and then almost every single school in the United Kingdom had one. Had speaking s- I've s- never heard of that. How old are you? 28. 28. Apparently, as I said to you, three years in education is oh, a long time. Me, it's a long time. Yeah, a lot of things happen. Too much happened in three years. Yeah, I mean, look at, the, look at the world now, six months. Think of, think, isn't it now you get 12 years in education? She spent five, five years in secondary school. I think it really depends because some people actually want to go to like, you know, do A-levels, mm. university. <laughs> 
PhDs. Mugs. <laughs> Who wants to learn, right? You know? Mm. I, came, I came from the school of hard knocks. Uh, I actually, I went to university. Really did. Good. did you? Yeah. Oh, I'm quite jealous. It looks like a lot of fun in the first year. I, to be honest, I was working. So I was like, I'd go to school, come back, work. work. I never went to Threshers Week. I never did. No. I was really sad. Shit. Building my empire off nothing. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> Fucking hell. He's been very modest right now, the bastards. No, I'm not. So, what else? What else happened? So, in, 19, in 1957, the Jailhouse Rock single was released. Now, that's a day to celebrate, because I do like that track. Yeah. And we also did a, um, a Manakesh, a Manakesh um, which is a Leb- Lebanese... Lebanese Papadront. Yeah, I was going to say a Lebanese flatbreads, but if you want to go down that route, it's, it's just like the dominoes of uh, Beirut. Of Beirut. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it, the funny thing is, it looked like Elvis Presley. It literally did. And it made it me chuckle because I knew this was on the list. So. Did you? Is that yeah, why you were yeah. laughing? Yeah, that's why I, I was just laughing. thought it looked really like him. No, I mean, it, it did, but no. Um, in 1964, this, was, this is quite big in my life as well. I'm quite lucky that there's two things. First being KFC. I mean, I'm sure some of this other stuff was important as well um, for other people. Um, but the TV show in 1964, the TV show The Monsters debuted on CBS. What is The Monsters? The Monsters. So it's black and white. And, Clearly, it's um, 1964. And it's a family of like, um, there's one normal person who I think might be adopted, but it's like the Adams family. But oh, like for the okay. TV, and you've got like um, the dad is like a big Frankenstein monster. I get it. I think I know what and you mean. And he's like, <laughs> um, so I, I, it's even got a little synopsis of the first episode. Um, yeah, it, so it's it depicted the typical day to day life of a family of monsters and their unusual niece. So the niece was normal, and they thought she was weird because she was like, you know. Yeah. Normal. If Eddie is half vampire and half werewolf and Lily is vampire and Herman is Frankenstein's monster, where did the half werewolf come from? Dun, dun, dun. Did we ever find out? Probably. I can't remember. But How many think, years did it run? But I think Herman's uh, missus is uh, a bit of a slut. That's very uh, harsh. Well, you know, where did the half werewolf come from? Well, That's what I want to know. Maybe like... They were married. From her it could have been there, yeah, legitimate, legitimate marriage, For and and then like one of the monsters ate them, <laughs> ate the dad. <laughs> they left with this like semi orphan. But it was it was a comedy. It was like a sitcom. I think there was actually a laugh track. Um, a laugh was, track. Yeah, a laugh track. You know, like in Friends, where people go ha 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 after every joke. Have oh, you ever watched I, Friends? I hate with, them. I have hate you ever watched Friends without the laugh track? Like, you should have a look on YouTube and watch dry. Friends. It's like, there's so many gaps to let people laugh that it's just disjointed and really is hard to watch without the laugh. Because, well, I mean... So imagine acting friend, that, friend, like, and laugh gap? No, but Friends Friends is in front of a live audience, so that's an actual live thing. So it's like a stage performance, Friends is. So know? all the laughing you'll hit, you hear is genuine laughter of the guys sitting in the audience. Um, but, like, a lot of things will have, like, a laugh track. You know, that just reminds me, that probably has it as well. You remember Alf? No, I never watched Alf. You never watched Alf? No, I never watched Alf. You missed Alf. I know what Alf is, and I've seen it being referenced throughout our culture. But it's a puppet, right? With a bendy nose. Uh, No, he's got a snout. He's got a snout. snout. I'm thinking of um, the Muppets, um, Gonzo. 
Oh yeah, I'm sorry. I never liked the Muppets. You never liked the Muppets. Never liked them. I liked the Muppets Babies. Like oh, that was okay. like an animated thing. I watched that when I was a kid. Um, yeah. Now to uh, something extremely important. Um, in 1971, over 100 Russian diplomats were expelled from Britain for spying, following the revelation made by the Soviet a Soviet defector. Well, this is quite interesting because this would be like the height of the Cold War. In 1971. Yeah, well, 1960s, you have, like, the arms race, and you have then, like, the the rockets race to the moon. So, like, this would be, like, right in the thick of it. And it's, like, a hundred Russian diplomats in Britain, like, have been... I really don't understand why you need a hundred Russian diplomats in Britain in the first place. Well, to spy. Like, really, if you think about it, if you go to a foreign office, you have the ambassador... You have the secretaries, you have a few people working there, a couple of ambassadors to do those trade missions. Yeah. Like 100 seems a little bit excessive. It does seem a little bit excessive. 187 or 190 countries in the world, if you've got 100 diplomats in every country, it seems like it's taking a bit of it. It's a lot of people. It's a lot, it's of, a lot people. of people. And, well, maybe they were like, hang on a minute, why have we got 100 Russians here? Yeah. Let's investigate. Oh, they're spies. Let's expel them. What that doesn't say is that was that every single Russian diplomat or was just a hundred of them? So they could have been more. It says over a hundred. So was that all of them or there was more left behind? I don't know. It's quite interesting. I would love to know how many diplomats are in the country. What right now? The country from every country's diplomats. Hey Siri, how many foreign diplomats are in Great Britain right now? Pretty sure it tells you nothing. Also, guys, he's just pointed out that he has to use his phone for everything. He's literally, yeah, I knew that. Hey Siri is an absolute crush. Oh, it's just come with top reads and it's like See? the shooting of uh, Brianna Taylor and. Oh, oh Ruth Ginsburg. Sorry, um, something that happened yesterday actually, which I would like to talk about. We'll get back to the last couple of things on the yeah. list, but Road Warrior Animal died yesterday. Um, I don't know if you know who Road Warrior Animal is. So he was part of the Road Warriors in the WWF, and oh, they were actually. like um, they were like one of the best tag teams ever. Which is now um, WWE for you youngsters. Yeah, WWE. Yeah, um, and yeah, it is really sad because he's part of a, a very big family in wrestling, um, and he's the old school. But anyway, I just wanted to mention rest in peace um, to you know, Road Warrior Animal. Just on and the on the, the nice on, family on the wrestling front, so. You know, like, it's quite accepted in the West that wrestling is a form of, like, acting a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it's, perf- it's, it's performance. It's, it's, it's a performance form. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm not taking anything away from them because yeah. they're incredible. They're very good. But basically, so I have a lot of family in Egypt yeah. that are from, like, a village area. And I would go and visit them, and I love them to pieces. But I would sit and they'd, like, watch wrestling. Yeah. And they're very, very intrigued. They're very, like, they believe in the focused. Oh, my God. They believe in the kayfabe. They're, like... Look, look, and it's very hard to translate to you directly to English, but like they would say, look, it's real, it's real blood. They don't have the concept of like using little blades for kind yeah, of creatures. It's real blood, but they do yeah. it on purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then all I hear from my uncle is like, Shuf, el bentige, el bentige, which means like, there's a girl coming, there's a girl, the girl's fighting as well. <laughs> In disbelief, like... The, the place is so, like 50 um, years behind the rest of the world. So, um, so you can imagine that WWE, um, a couple of years ago, signed a contract with Saudi, yeah. which they kind of shouldn't really because of 
their sort of the West stance on the, the ethos of the way Saudis run and stuff. Um, to be honest, Saudi and, and China are pretty fucking shit. But, the, but WWE made a lot of money for um, uh, the Gypsy King. What's his fucking name? The boxer, Gypsy King. It will come to me, but everyone knows him as the Gypsy King's British boxer. Tyson Fury? Tyson Fury. That's the guy. So he went over to Saudi on the last, um, on one of the pay-per-views, and he he had a wrestling match, got paid $10 million to do it. So can you imagine how much money is in Saudi for WWE? So when WWE go over to Saudi, I think they go twice a year at the moment. Right. Uh, not now, because of COVID, but they go twice a year um, because they made an agreement with the Sultan of Saudi. So it's not Saudi Arabia if it's the Sultan? No, what, who, who, who runs, it's who run runs by the, the Saudi, Saudi Arabian royal family? Yeah, so it's like whoever is the head of that yeah. um, made saying, a deal with Vince I think Vince I know the story, but I'm not sure it's in Saudi Arabia. It was in Saudi, yeah. It's definitely, yeah, yeah, Saudi. It's definitely in Saudi. So, um, but Tyson Fury went over there, um, and nice. their stadium over there is bigger than WrestleMania, and they fill it. Um, and I think in the last, or, or I think it's the last two pay per views, yeah. they've allowed the women to have one match. Well, that's quite a big thing. In it's Saudi. a big thing. They they're covered, obviously, yeah. wearing like like bodysuits and stuff, and just, they're covered because they've it. just started to let their women drive. Yeah, I was just, so, yeah. so actually. A good friend of mine, her mother was part of the legislature to put that through government. Yeah, so it's it's insane. That they, that's they, like she's such worked big on that for twenty years. Yeah, yeah. So in nineteen seventy five, more interesting. Yeah, so in nineteen seventy five, the world's highest mountain, Mount Everest, um, was successfully scaled for the first time via its southwest face, which I'm guessing is the easiest of the faces. Clearly, um, by British climbers um, Dougal Haston and Doug Scott. And what was impressive is when they did a shit, they cleared it up after. Yeah, yeah, they did. They bought, yeah, they bought extra socks and bags. Exactly. Because um, that's how you do it, dickhead. <laughs> but seventy-five, like they would have had a lot of equipment to take up with them. Like, can you imagine how big like the air tanks were and heavy they were and shit like that? Do you have to take air tanks? Well, and when you when you get to like the final summit, you you because it's like the air's so thin up there. It'll be like being in an area. I don't know how tall it is, but yeah, so you have base camp. Like you get to a certain yeah. spot, and then you have base camp. And, and do you know you have to decompress on the way down. You have to like stop every yeah, so often because yeah. like you'll blow your brains out. Um, and then something sad happened in 1991. I know that is super. And sad. that was the Doctor Seuss, the man that is you know came up with the Grinch, the cat in the um, hat, the cat in the hat, Horton. Thing Hears one and thing two. Yeah, um, died. 1991 on the 24th of September. So, so the 24th September is actually quite a busy day. It's busy. Um, there was way I more would that point happened, out that's but... over like 1,400 years worth of. Oh, yeah, we went way back. We yeah, even so... got the Prophet Muhammad here, man. Yeah, like. Damn. That is like before people would write. <laughs> Schools did not exist back in those days. <laughs> no, you just had to, you know, you, you learn from the Lord, don't you? Like, or people. Think... Or people who have. Have said that they spoke spoke to to the Lord. Lord. Like whether they have or haven't is your own decision. Yeah. Um, You know, we're not judgmental here. We're not like Chris and his pro atheist (laughs) beliefs. We're open. Everyone can believe what they they want. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Except for the world is not flat. That's just a fact. Oh yeah, Um, yeah. Like to fight me, the world is round. Science. Um, words words <laughs> um, what are you looking at? 
just you just um just keep talking yeah i'm just trying to find a you know i never noticed how gray you are until you see from the side yeah it's i don't keep mentioning it to you but it's pretty bad isn't it it's pretty gray. i don't know you might you might you know grow into a silver fox here you might you might not maybe 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 i'm just trying to the find the thing is that your wife loves you dearly allegedly allegedly we yet to see the truth <laughs> never <laughs> no she um sorry i'm just trying to think of sorry we normally have a segment which is called chris chris's picks um but i i've done this in a bit of a rush i don't know if you can tell um but we're no what do you mean like the, the fact you couldn't read <laughs> the fact there's no structure what do you mean we couldn't tell that it was not you know done in a rush word association god damn it oh is this are you I understand what word association means. yeah yeah so like I this. say like plonker and you say conkers no 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 so I'll give you oh. two things and whatever pops into your head first like whichever one you pick one oh, basically this is a goodie. and then you're going to tell me why you picked that one but um, i tell you what let's are you going to do... psychoanalyze me afterwards but then, um, yeah, this, this is like um, Freudian, um, and I'll just know. Um, so let's do bands, because that's easy for me to okay. do. Easy for me to do. So we're going to start off with bands that I know that you like, and it'll be hard for you to pick one of them, because this is from the golden age of indie rock, which we, uh, we have. Yeah, we we like because it was good back in the early noughties, and that is Arctic Monkeys or the Kooks. Yes, so what do you want me to do? Which one? Which oh. one do you prefer, oh, man? the Kooks. The Kooks. Yeah. The Kooks. And why, why the Kooks? I mean, I, I pick the Kooks as well. I pick the Kooks because, unfortunately, there's you know only one real decent album from them. They all broke up after it. I mean, it, it, it happens with indie bands, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does, though. Rip. Here today, gone tomorrow. <laughs> but they, they have some, like, just such great songs. And also, I think it was a time of my life that I had great times out. Yeah, like, yeah. Really good nights out. Like the indie nights. Friends. Yeah. Like... I don't know if like they still do them. I haven't in, been out. in West End. I've, I've never that been That was there. a wicked... Oh, was that good? Oh, that was amazing. We, some great nights out there. We had a place called um, the Fez Club in yeah. Reading. Um, and that closed down and it ended up like the rock and indie night ended up going to a place called Poonanaz, yeah. Poonanaz! I, I love that name. Shut the fuck up. It sounds like you're talking about pussy, right? It's like, I oh, I got me some Poonanaz last night. Like... <laughs> straight but you, from... Uh... But it was like... So I, I used to walk past the site because it closed down and it's such a big site and you walk downstairs and in Reading everything's like street level and everything has got like kind of like windows and stuff. This doesn't, it has like these old wooden doors. You go down, you walk down and it was like Aladdin's cave. So it's like a creepy It was shithole. like, no, it wasn't, it was a shithole but it wasn't creepy. Like they had like mirrors but like fairy lights and it was just so strange, but it was like Aladdin's cave. Like, all cool. the walls were coarse. And because by the time you got there, you'd already been at the pub for, like, a couple of hours. Because before that, it was Pound of Pint, uh, a place called Pavel's Dogs. Yeah. So you're smashed, because you've been drinking, like, fucking, what do you call that, pictures. You know, not everyone are alcoholics. Some I people can function without... Mate, it was just, like... Having yeah, said only, that... It was only six nights. Having, <laughs> having said that, I had one of the nastiest nights of my life. So I had, um, I had a pretty nasty breakup with with an ex-girlfriend and we went out to an indie night and I drank and I drank and I drank and I somehow we got like back to my flat and I, I lived in like the West End like in Mayfair area. Yeah, fucking Mayfair <laughs> look at this cunt no I, I, I worked through it but, I promise. Yeah, back in the West End back in, in the West Mayfair, End Mayfair, so Mayfair that's, not, that's like the higher West End 
Like, it was a nice area to do. Oh, absolutely. I, I am appreciative. He, well, he worked hard, though. I did work hard. Don't I get promise. it twisted. So, uh, we all would come, we all went back to my flat, and like we had made a cocktail. And I must have been like 17, 18. Yeah. Made a cocktail in this glass kind of jug that you put like a wine cooler. It's like a wine cooler. Yeah. Filled up with tequila, vodka, rum, drank out of it. Four hours later, I threw up everything back in the same oh, fucking mate. cooler. Oh, mate, it was horrible. The Hearing day, them drinks being mixed, by the way, you can't see my face. Yeah. But my face was definitely a reaction <laughs> that needed to be seen. It was awful, Chris. Sounds fucking grim. Awful. Sounds and grim and a good fucking night. The, the next morning I had work and I, I phoned my dad. I was like, uh, sorry, I've had really bad case of food poisoning. I cannot come into work today. Oh, my, mate. My sister was super Self-inflicted hangover. Yeah, you got literally, it, mate. She literally covered for me. To be fair, oh, in fairness, so nice it was the first and last time I ever called in sick or came late to work. Yeah. It never happened again after that because my dad's face, it was just like a look of disappointment. Shit, man. Shit, yeah. man. So, um, also, Arts and Monkeys were great, but for me, it was the kooks, um, yeah. especially during them times. All right, we're going to go for two Bobs. Bob Dylan or Bob Marley? Oh, shit, man. Oh, shit. One of them took I would drugs say and the other one took I drugs. I wouldn't want to like do this but I would say definitely I'd pick Bob Marley Bob Marley he's like the I mean, godfather of I I don't like I don't listen to both of them like exclusively like I, I wouldn't put on Bob Dylan or Bob Marley like at my house or in my car I would play either of them I would I would probably react better to listening to a bit of Buffalo Soldier you know like from Africa or we're jumping we're jumping we're jumping we're jumping yeah, yeah. Um, Bob Dylan He's just all over the fucking place, isn't he, really? He's a very good songwriter. Oh, he's very good. Didn't he take a lot of heroin? Probably. I think so. Was that Bob Dylan or Bruce? No, it was Bob Dylan, definitely. I don't know. I am not the best with what kind of recreational drugs famous artists take in their spare time, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) And neither do I want to be. But but Marley, Marley's a legend. They're both legends, but for me, like, Marley is... he's, He's... influence probably more people's lives in a more positive way than Bob Dylan. Plus, has. while I like Marley and Dylan names, Marley's a better name than Dylan. Yeah, yeah, like that dog in that film. Yeah. Yeah, Marley and me. Marley and me. That's yeah. exactly what I was thinking. I was comparing it to a dog. That's terrible. Um, so, this is like for the 90s, right? Okay. Blur or Oasis? I think I'd rather put them both in the bin. Room 101, they go. Yeah. Like, I, I like Blur. I, I prefer the Gorillas and what, yeah, so like, what, he, what he's done with the Gorillas. Yeah. Oasis is the most overrated piece of shit band. I don't mind ever. their music. I'm not a fan of Mate. it. I don't mind it. But I really don't like the arrogance and the hate between the two brothers. I just, yeah, like, I've yeah, got no time for yeah. that. Yeah. No, I get that as well. But. Yeah, I don't know why like, you have to air your dirty laundry in public as well. Like, I hate my brother. Yeah, that was a yeah, really bad yeah. Scouse accent, but you know. Hey, hey, hey. Fuck all you, I'm thinking of. You, no. hey, hey, every hey, time hey. you say it, like, all I'm thinking of is do you ever mean, uh, remember in Trigger Happy? Or yeah, Trigger Happy TV. With the little mouse. I'm going to take a shit in the tea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to take a shit in the tea. But I, um, I, I, like, I like Blur. Um, I think Oasis are overrated, and I think, like, always, always there's that one cunt sitting around the campfire who gets the guitar and yeah. plays Wonderwall and it's like you just want to pick up the guitar and smash, smash it over their head. head yeah exactly fair enough right so Carlos Santana 
We know who Carlos I know, Santana I know, is. I'm picking Santana over anyone, so... Oh, shit, me yeah. too. I don't care who they are. Stop Stevie Vai. Stop the shooting. Big buckets on the corner. <laughs> um, all right, well, we won't bother then. That Carlos Santana, in my opinion... Winner, winner, is, chicken dinner. ...is, um, is the best... Is the best guitarist of all time. Maybe Hendrix is, you know, just has a bit more. So was all, he was he part of the Gypsy Kings? Who? They weren't, was he? Who? Carlos Santana. Oh, I don't know. That's who? going back. Like, yeah, Gypsy Kings. Is, that's pretty good. Gypsy Kings. No, I remember. So there's a story about Santana, and it was at um, Woodstock. Yeah, it was. Well, I think it was one of the first Woodstocks, and he was headlining after Jimi Hendrix, yeah. and um, he ended up. Um, taking acid with Jimmy right um, and because he was like really nervous um, and obviously and, but, no but Santana he j- just doesn't do drugs yeah, yeah but he did it um, and people have said it's the best performance he's ever had because he completely lost himself yeah like he didn't know what was going on and he said that his hands just started moving and they just started moving and he played a perfect set and he like when you watch that video, muscle he's memory like, guys. Exactly, he's like sweating, but he's like this. His just eyes are closed, and he's sorry. I'm doing doing a Santana movie. It looks like he's having a stroke. People, but it's like his eyes are closed, and he's like just in the fucking zone. And yeah, people are like best best performance. Even he has said it's the best performance of my life, and I can't remember any of it. That's insane. Fucking insane. Um, I don't know why I'm looking at this. I can come up with people like um, okay, so. Um, Tupac or Biggie? Oh, Ooh, come Tupac. on now. Yeah, yeah. Why? Because he's dead. So is Biggie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I realised that after I said that. And you know what? Like in anime where you try to no, catch can't. those words and put them back <laughs> in your mouth. Yeah. And I was just like, I am a retard. I shouldn't really say it. That's politically incorrect. I am an absolute moron. So. Retard's fine. Okay, good. <laughs> but uh, I still picked Tupac. Yeah, it yeah. Was just to prove that he's like not locked in your basement. Just to prove he's not locked in yeah. the basement. Like, I like Tupac more. I think, like, like I do think he's overrated though in general. I, I no, I, I definitely think, and but like I just prefer Tupac's like kind of like lyrics and what have you. Yeah. Like Biggie did something great where he had he bought that kind of R and B kind of music, and plus um, he, with, with plus Diddy like, and stuff. I have like because I'm a big guy. He's a big guy or was a big guy. Yeah, yeah. You know, from Resonate, so I can respect yeah, that. Yeah, so you can respect Big that. Love. But Tupac. But Tupac anyway. Tupac fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, Biggie. Fuck you, Biggie. R.I.P. Tupac. Um, oh, let's go with... Oh, this is, like, tough. This is tough, because now I'm not looking at musicians. I'm finding it hard. You just said that you could do it. Yeah, I know, because I you, know, you I know loads of bands. Um, obviously, I know loads of bands. Oh, Elton John or David Bowie. Uh, I would go with Elton John, I reckon. Yeah? Yeah. Just for Rocket Man. Just, just the one just song. Just the Rocket one Man. song. The one song, Rocket Man. Rocket Man! I think, I think, like, I like David Bowie a lot, and there's a couple of songs that I prefer to Elton John. Yeah. But then I would probably, like. If you judge on, like, on, a, on a career, like, Elton John has got. Oh, Elton John's way like more done songs. Everything. He's a like, great fucking, songwriter. Eminem bought him a cock ring. For his fucking wedding anniversary. That's a bit weird. It's well weird, but you know, yeah. whatever floats his boat. I mean, I've got nothing wrong. Like, if someone likes cock rings, like it, but it's just not a present I would buy for someone else. No, but it was like yeah. diamond encrusted. So, 
spent a, pre- spent a pretty penny on it. I know, but wouldn't that like chafe whatever you're putting in your no, pocket? I'm sure they made it so it wouldn't. They probably like sanded it down or something. Sanded it down? What, the diamonds? No, the, I don't know. The gold that holds the diamonds. Uh, it might not be gold. Who knows? It has to be a precious metal because you like, you make little claws for the diamonds to sit on. Oh, now you're saying claws and it's involved in a cock rig. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm, I'm it will shred your arsehole, mate. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Um, I'm pretty sure if you want a cock ring, you want something nice and smooth. How the fuck did you go? Definitely. Yeah, no, I mean, this is just what happens. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, I've got Green Day or Blink-182. Oh, this one's hard for me because I'm not super au fait with either. I know some, a couple of songs from each. Yeah. I'd probably go Green Day earlier music. Green Day earlier is fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, like anything up until like Warning, like which was their 1999 slash 2000 album. Um, I love I'd have everything to after to that. I don't like. I better don't judgment like on it this too much. Thing. But for me, it's been 182. I love most of their albums. Not really happy that um, can't remember his name, but Tom. Well, Tom DeLonge isn't in the band anymore. It's the guy from Alkaline Trio. I uh, can't remember his name. I just feel so bad. I should put a disclaimer uh, that at this point, Chris has completely lost me. I have not an idea <laughs> what he's talking about. Alpine Trio were a really, really good pop punk band um, back in like the early noughties. But um, Blink-182, when I went, I went to go see them at Wembley because uh, they cancelled their gig and then it, they did it a year later. And my friend just asked if I wanted to go and I was like, yeah, cool, we'll go. Like, I'll pay you back for the tickets or whatever. We got there. We weren't sitting. We were like in the fucking one of the boxes, yeah. and we had like beer and fucking food and everything, just all on all for free. It was a fucking experience, and it's like it was like a childhood dream to see them as well. Ah, oh, it was amazing. Anyway, exactly that's good. yeah, yeah. It was. It's really, also a bit really like my Trevor Noah experience. We booked for this year, then Corona happened, and we have to wait until next year. Now you're gonna have to wait until next year. And I exactly. can't wait to see that legend. Who is it? Sorry, Trevor Noah. I don't know who Trevor He's Noah a comedian. Is. He's hilarious. Oh, a comedian. Yeah, Trevor Noah. He's a South African guy. Oh, well, I'm going to have to watch him. Dude, honestly. Like, if he's South African. He is amazing. Does he do a bit? like? About, he, he always takes a piss out of Trump. Always say, to be got fair, hair, it like, is easy material. No, he's got this very short hair. He oh, does a, fucking easy I think material. he's got an American show like Saturday Night Live or something like that now. Oh, he's on SNL. One second, let me That'd tell you. That would be amazing. I love SNL. Trevor Noah. I'm a... Just typing rather than using Siri, because that's what I do. Yeah, Trevor Noah, I know him. Yeah. He does the late show. The late, late show. That's or the one. Some shit that's like it. that. Yeah. He's South African. I thought he was British. No, he's not South I African. Thought he, I thought he was. He is South African. He's fantastically he talented. A very good guy. Right, we'll do, we'll do a couple more. Um, I want to I wanna try and do it so, like, it's like, um, like music that you listen to. But I don't really know what you like oh um manic street preachers do you know them do you listen yeah. to them um and the beautiful south uh, i'd have to go with manic street preachers since i don't know what the beautiful south are oh the beautiful south they no. do um they but do if you sing a song ten. for me i might know no, no, no. she's a perfect 10 oh i do like that but song she wears 12 it's a good song and they do i think it's been overused on like um, diet coke adverts it's um and they do this could be Rotterdam, Rotterdam or anywhere. anywhere. Oh, Liverpool, I'm going for them. Oh, so, I'm going for them. I'm I am converted. so loose. I've, I've converted like, him. One I'm song. so fucking happy I've converted him. That's unbelievable. Um, right, let's go for some like really fucking iconic bands. Oh, I'll tell you what. Nirvana. Oh, Nirvana. Or 
the Foo Fighters. Nirvana. Nirvana. Yeah. Nirvana. Why? Why Nirvana? Oh, they've got just some fucking epic tunes. Mate, every, every one of their albums is fucking, like, Kurt Cobain is so good. I've never heard someone just whinge on a microphone like that. It's amazing. Like, honestly, I'm not taking the piss. Like, okay. it says here they were considered the flagship band for Generation X. Like, like honestly, Kurt Cobain... I, I, to be thing, I think that's engines. unfair. I think they're the, the flagship band for Generation X and some generations after that, too. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Like every single, every single kid, like when I was younger, had a Nirvana T-shirt. Like, yeah. and this was like what two thousand and like from two thousand to two thousand like eight. Even now, there's definitely like, more Nirvana T-shirts than Make America Great Again T-shirts. Oh, I wonder why that is. <laughs> Just saying. No, from what we see, because you know he's got a big following in the old uh, USA uh, of <laughs> stupid USA of. Racist. So USA one, of, of... one of my best best friends is a Mormon, and we studied together at King's College. We did our masters, and he lives back in America, and he is super super right wing on politics. He loves Trump, and he doesn't like Trump. Oh, he doesn't like yeah. Trump. Yeah. So I'm like, I think the following is dying out because oh, in 2016 he was like Trump. Yeah, Trump, make America yeah, exactly. great again. Exactly. We are literally in the middle of one. This is Amy. She's joined the podcast room right at the end. So how do we end this? Well, oh, there's one more band. Normally I just say bye, but yeah, there is. We got to do one more. So one more band. One more. You choosing or am I choosing? No, I choose. Come on, man. It's a bit of a shit host, this guy, isn't he? Right, the professor think. of music cannot think of two different bands. No, I'm, trying to, use, think, I'm trying to think. Why don't you use Hey Siri? No, I'm not using Hey Siri because Siri's, Siri's been fucking me over. Siri's done the jack shit for you tonight. I'm trying to, um, I'm trying to pick some bands that you'll know. Um, it's very presumptuous, and what I might not know. Why don't you look at my library? I kind of know. If you look at my library, yeah, that's fair enough. We can do that. There, here you go. Like, for example, right. Well, anyway, we're back on the look at that action. So, for example, you can pick any Disney song you like. Oh, should we do Disney songs? Okay, okay, good. so. Um, make a man out of you or won't say I'm in love what? won't say I'm in love so make a man out of you is let's get down to business to defeat the Huns yeah so it's the big Mulan one and then won't say I'm in love is Meg from Hercules and she's like is there a joy Uh, is there a fuck is there a something for rod and judgment I guess I've already won. For sure. Fuck. Let's get down to. I'm not kidding. Do you know who? Do you know who does that? That's uh, Donny Osmond. Donny Osmond sings that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was really good in uh, Joseph and Tecco Dreamcoat. He, he, he. It wasn't. Oh, it was, and then Jason Donovan did yes. it as well, didn't he? And Philip Schofield. Oh yes. Philip Schofield. Fucking hell. Going now, through a divorce now. That's what Philip. Well, he's well, he's, he's, he's gay, right? So. I mean, I think it was probably coming, like. I know they agreed to stay together, but then oh, like, Panic at the Disco or Fallout Boy, Fallout Boy, Fallout Boy. Good fucking choice. Panic at the Disco, their new song High Hopes. It's probably well old now. I love it. That's it though. Yeah, Don't want much. any more than that. I know there are people who like simp on him. So like, what I want to ask you? Yes. So would you prefer? Uh, I was going to be really like Jason Mraz 
or Dennis Lloyd. I, d- I don't know who they are. You see what I mean? Yeah, I know. I get it. That's awkward. Oh, damn. What about oh, damn. Years and Years and Maroon 5? I'm going to say Maroon 5 because I don't know who Years and Years are. I'm so out of touch with, like, just music. Just like, I, like, I listen to, like, music from, like, yesteryear and, like, more kind of, like, metal and rock and stuff. Like Okay. Apple or Android? Apple. Even though that your Apple is a piece of shit. Ah, but you said Apple or Android. You you mean mobile devices. No, I mean like... Oh, yes, you're right. Yes, I'm right. Man. Yeah. Nerd. You are? Nerd. Okay. PlayStation or Xbox? PlayStation. Nintendo or Sega? Nintendo. Yes. <laughs> I asked yes. you an easy one there because <laughs> I love Nintendo. <laughs> Bri- oh man, brioche or what shit you made today? Oh shit, uh, shit I made today. Why yeah, not? It's, well, yeah, shit yeah. you made today is pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty dope. It's really it's dope. dope. It's not. It's not Look shit. It's um. It's it's, a, a lovely, it's knotted white. It's, it's, it's lovely simple, plated farmhouse white. Yeah, simple we, white. And just for the, the the listeners out there who are wondering why he was plat a farmhouse bread, I don't know either. But it looks lovely. <laughs> it's a lovely crust, a lovely piece of bread. Not supposed to be plated. Super, super soft as well. Yeah. But on that note, thank you very much for coming to episode three of the Door Daily Ding Dong. This has been Shepherd Full Gaming, aka Chris. You can go over to my Twitch. Please go over to my Twitch and um, YouTube, which is all Chef Before Gaming. You'll figure it out. You're all young. You all know. And if you don't know, you're saying that the demographic, the demographic for your audience is all young maybe, people. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, it's very, very presumptuous. I know. You might have like middle-aged people. You might have older people there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, probably. To be honest, you like you just got no respect I think for your you've fans. Just, I think you've just done that, haven't you? Yeah. Do you want to say bye, though? I will say bye. Signing off, and it's been an absolute pleasure. Right. Bye. <laughs>